Okay, welcome back everyone to Beyond Track Limits. Um, just a little disclaimer, we are both ill. Hanging out so, of our asses. Yeah, so we're struggling a little bit today. But um, It's because of the um, Fernando Alonso celebratory bender we went on last it night. It is, it is because of that masterclass he pulled. Yes. Let me tell you, wow. What a man. What a man. To come back from retirement at age what like 40 40 came back to alpine and 42 now he is 42 now and is third on the podium in the first race of the season in an aston martin in an aston martin just wow he is that's all we have to say incredible his overtakes were genuinely incredible hamilton into turn 11 and then also um george russell um in lap well, I would be able to tell you, but I actually can't read my notes right now. Lap 13. 15, well, well done. Yeah, I got there. Got, got there eventually. I got there. <laughs> no, but it's it's the way that he was chasing George for like a lap. Have, didn't have a great lap start. Lap and a half. Yeah. After Stroll, did a stroll. Oh, did a stroll, went into the side yeah. of his own teammate. The best bit was when Alonso shouts at him on the radio going, what, like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And he's then if he knew that was Stroll, he'd be like, oh, it's fine. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? I think, I think Stroll is going to learn a lot of lessons when he's got Alonso as a teammate. I think right now, like you've kind of said, um, Alonso is going to be sucking up a little bit. When he when partially because yeah. Daddy Stroll owns the team, so <laughs> you know. When he's fighting for a championship, by when when the Aston Martin's the best car in the grid, mm-hmm. Verstappen's washed. Alonso's yep. fifty-seven. And he's still driving the car. <laughs> he's still going he's still the car. beyond he's, retirement he's age at this point. He's not going to give a shit about No, Stroll. he's not. Stroll, he's should, not. Should, he should be the best driver on the grid by now. He should be, he arguably. Te- last three teammates, Perez, Vettel and Alonso. I mean, yeah. there's worse company to he, have. No, he he absolutely should have learned to be a good driver by now. But I think... I don't know. I think that maybe because... Alonso's just gone and pulled this masterclass off in their first race. Maybe it's because of that, and they have an amazing car. Maybe combined, that means that Stroll will actually look at him and go, okay, maybe I'll focus up a little bit now because, <laughs> you know, I should probably, you know, improve the team a little bit. To, to be fair to him, he came sixth. Yeah, ahead of George Russell. He did He did do a good job. With a broken toe and a dodgy wrist. Yeah. Sounds like he's doing something else. Fractured or sprained? Broken. Yeah, fractured. He had pins in his left wrist. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, practice, fractured. He couldn't then. turn the steering Yeah, because he was using, like, he was trying not to move his wrist, so the way he turned the wheel, like, <laughs> sideways with his arm, like, here. Oh, you can't see, guys. Sorts. But with uh, kind of the, the side of his hand. Yeah, tilt his, up on, up on yeah. the steering wheel rather than in it. Yeah, he's. But do uh, you know what? Here's my respect. Yeah, I will say, I will say the Veronica Vents segment of today was meant to be about Stroll racing in Bahrain instead of Felipe because I would have really liked to see how Felipe performed in at least one race. But I will give him credit. Credit where credit is due yeah, to Stroll. Yeah, I will give him credit for finishing in a particularly good spot. Um. But how long can he do that for? Yeah, let's how... see. Let's see, because, you know what, typically, if we look at last season, Ferrari came out with, like, a 1-2 in Bahrain. It's going to be and, the same. <laughs> yeah, let's see if, if... And then they dropped off massively, so let's see if Aston Martins continues with the pace and the tactics that they've got. Yeah. And Well, Aston Martin, they've been buying all of um, Mercedes and Red Bull's mechanics and engineers. 
So they got James yeah. Rowles. No, or is that the guy? Like no, Jeremy that's Williams? that's um, Williams yeah, guy. Went, that's the Williams team principal now. Fallows, something Fallows. Oh uh, yeah, I is know the one who, Like the bloke behind it, Adrian Newey at Red Bull, mm-hmm. is now their head of aerodynamics. They've just stolen everyone. They Good. Stolen, yeah. They've just said get everyone with experience and bring them to this team. I think they needed that push as well. So. And they've got the new factory and wind tunnel being built. Mm. Should be operational by the end of this year. Yeah, I think I think they're really starting to just based on this race because obviously you can't make a full season prediction based on one race. But they were seventh last year. Yes, yeah, seventh year last year and, and already yeah, they're in the hunt for yeah, second. Second. They so they they probably won't get realistically, but they are kind of coming out to the top of mid tier, definitely. Well they're based more, yeah, on they're best of the rest. Yeah, exactly. The rest being second to tenth yeah. this year. <laughs> Everyone one else big midfield. Yeah. So we'll see. I do think that Ferrari will overtake them at some point in the points i think they've just got more resources and yeah yeah absolutely and they have what i consider to be better drivers not necessarily with alonso but if you kind of even out the kind of if you average out the the quality of alonso and then fourth yeah yeah. if you even out where the drivers are roughly going to pay like place every single race ferrari do have that advantage but the issue with that is that you risk the ferrari drivers taking points off each other Mm. If you've got mm-hmm. that's why Mercedes like having Hamilton Bottas and yeah. one good one average, so yeah. they're never gonna take each other out or take points off each other. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no, but by that standard, Alonso and Stroll are nowhere near each other either, and Stroll still tried to take Alonso <laughs> yeah, out. That's so, a good point. <laughs> so you know, I'm not sure that's gonna stop him. No, but um, in all fairness, I will say I don't think. Obviously, it was an accident because why would you intentionally take out a teammate? But I think it wasn't. It was like a proper, genuine yes, accident. Was, yes, it wasn't it, like it wasn't a, poor driving. It was more just yeah, the first lap incident. It was, but still, it was just yeah. an incident that just happened and it wasn't too bad. But yeah, I will say that I do think Ferrari are going to kind of outdo them a little bit further later on in the season. Maybe when their reliability is a little bit higher. When they can finish a race. When they can finish a race. Um... I do think that will overcome yeah. them. Mercedes, though, mm. I think that will be an interesting kind of, like, kind of uh, little dynamic. Yeah, dynamic well, between Aston Martin and Mercedes. That'll I think, be, yeah, battle I think for that, third. Yeah, I think that will be the proper battle, and I think that will be really interesting because we haven't seen Aston Martin in that spot for a while. Not well, actually. not since they were the pink Mercedes in 2020. Yeah, exactly. When they were third. So and they, yeah, yeah, uh, a little. A little time now they haven't uh, been in that kind of like ranking. Upper, upper echelon. Yeah, yeah they yeah. probably fell off after they got absolutely penalised and fined Ugh. in twenty twenty. Well, that that yeah, that would do it, but yeah. it's just exciting to see them. It's a new team. Yeah, I'm happy. I, it's it is a new team. And I really like Alonso. I think he's very funny. His TikToks. Uh, <laughs> Alonso hitting the gritty is what we always wanted to see. Uh, everyone wants to see that. Have, he's, you, have you seen Alonso? I ha- yeah, okay. I have. I. I do you know what that clip is kind of funny I do like it quite a lot Um, I will say I think as a drive I think it's not really as a drive I think more it's his personality obviously he does a few comedic things I think for me he seems like a very uh, cut and dry person I don't think he gives a shit yeah very much so which is why I'm not a massive fan because in the same sense Max would kind of like that too which is another reason I kind of don't like Max because he also does not give a shit he will just do what he wants and then I I don't think Alonso is much 
like Max Verstappen. I think in, in just in the sense that they're both I don't really care people. I, I, I think that's a similarity. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah, I think that's the similarity that I'm kind of trying to compare against. But other than that, I would say they're different. But it's just that that one feature is what I don't like about both of them. For example, um, I just quite like Alonso. I think he's a excellent racer. Who's he is an excellent who's racer. Who's much better than two world championships. Uh yeah, you know what? I'd agree. I'd agree. I'd expect him to have more. I think he could. He's a five. He's the best driver. One of the best drivers of ever. Yeah. He's no. Up, oh, yeah. He's up yeah. There. He's just. He's as good as Lewis Hamilton. He's just never had the car. Yeah. He's had. No, the, he's had the worst career path out of anyone. Yeah. So when Hamilton went to um, Mercedes, mm. Nico Hulkenberg was second choice if they didn't get Hamilton. Yeah, Imagine, I'm not sure. It, Nico Hulkenberg yeah. could be a seven-time world championship but holder. No, he's not. So. <laughs> still wants a podium. Yeah, well. well. So shout out to Nico Hulkenberg for getting into Q3. Yeah, shout out to him for doing that. Well done. Um, I quite like, I've always been quite a big fan of Nico Hulkenberg. Do you know what? He's never, he's never struck me as a, a major player just because obviously, I mean, time has kind of changed. He used to be a really, really big yeah, he racer. was his, his, I, like um, I remember watching F1 with my dad back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, um, in like the, in the 15... early nineties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, listen. I'm not that old. Um, no, back in like I don't know, just it would have been 2012. Yeah, around then, and you know he was. He was like always a, the best of the rest. Yeah, He's he was. Always he was seventh. a big name on the grid and stuff yeah. like that, but when he had a better junior career than the likes of Hamilton Rosberg, mm. he was meant to be the next big thing went to Williams and then got yeah. booted out for the pasta Maldonado yeah, well. which is fair enough but yeah. yeah he was always one of those ones that I think I, it was a podcast a while ago where Grosjean mm-hmm. said that it was like him the generation that came through after Vettel Hamilton Alonso Rosberg all got extremely unlucky because they weren't everyone had a spot in a big team yeah and they yeah. couldn't find a place to get in yeah, no. So they had to settle with the midfield, and I think Hulkenberg is one of those. That yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, I will. I'm I'm going to justify that point a little bit. I think in their favour, just because you can't. If you had like five top tier teams, then you don't actually have five top tier teams. It's like if you have one rare collectible, and then someone, then suddenly someone else has six. It's not really rare anymore because other people have them. So if you you can't really have that many top tier teams it is meant to be limited no no i'm saying top tier teams and then so you could only have a certain amount of drivers as well but he was just unlucky that he wasn't yeah but i'd say also you have to be better than the rest and they obviously saw potential in those other people if he wasn't as good as them then fair enough but if he'd had a chance he's never had a chance yeah okay that's fair that's fair as well it's like the likes of gasly got into red bull within two seasons of being in the sport yeah and his performances were nowhere near as good as Hulkenberg's mm-hmm. he's just a bit got lucky in the times were right for him it's just they never had the right yeah. opportunity to yeah I will say though um I do think that I don't want to say the standards have dropped because that sounds bad but I do think a fair amount of the drivers on the grid while they're amazing drivers because obviously getting into F1 as a sport to begin with is an incredible level of skill and grit and determination that goes into that you have to be an amazing driver to get there in the first place other than Mazepin but I'm just thinking like Latifi Mazepin you know I think think the standards are quite good this year I think they're good but I do think 
compared to the year where you had that many drivers 20, and not 2012 enough. where there was like five world champions. Yeah, and you didn't have enough seats at big teams you know, to like cater to all of them. I do think it's a similar situation. Do you not think that's because um, over the last 10 years, there's only been two win- two or three winners of world championships in an extremely dominant Mercedes. So effectively, um, according to the record books, they're not as good because less people. it's not been a different winner every couple of years. Okay, no, that's fair. That's understandable. So they just never... It's been Mercedes at the top, so you've not got a Leclerc with a championship mm-hmm. or a Sainz with more wins. It's just it, it's a new generation of drivers. Yeah, so yeah. So you feel that they're all still developing and they're, they're, haven't, haven't reached their potential or... Yeah, no, definitely. Like they are definitely still developing. I'll give them that. It's a very young grid. Um, because they're all very young. Like, I mean... Other than the best driver on the grid, Fernando Alonso. Other than good old uh, 42 years old. Nando. Yeah. Um, I will say we do have three rookies this year, which is quite a high amount for rookies. In- for if you did include Felipe, but he's obviously not racing, so <laughs> not really. Reserve driver. Reserve driver now. Um, but three is quite a high number of rookies. And I will say that I do think, yeah, with Lewis obviously winning like being very dominant in the sport and then obviously i think max is now going to be the next person to be very very dominant as well i think that does kind of take away kind of from the fact it it makes everyone else seem bad on the grid but i think even with that factor in place i do still think there are some people who are in the sport who potentially should not have been but so I, th- I think this for, is for example Latifi. Okay, let's give him credit. He was very entertaining. He made he made it. He fun. made it fun. I miss you. Just just be able. To, each team should have a th- one race a season where they can <laughs> just put Latifi out on the grid as a yeah, fair driver. Yeah, just for fun. Just go. Just for the vibes. Happens when Latifi. I'm praying someone puts him on for silver. So if that happened, Silverstone put Latifi just out. Deploy a tactical see, Latifi. Yeah, see how it feels. Yeah. Let's go with the vibes. But you can just release him from the pit lane at, at any time into any mm. position, and just. Just it, just go. It's go your, on. your Latifi token. Just yeah. drive. Drive. Like, let's go. Let's see what happens. No, I um I will say he was very, very entertaining. He made F one very fun to watch. Um just because it gave it that extra kind of pizzazz that it needed. <laughs> if a race um, is boring, he knew what to do. He knew what to do. He knew he was going straight into a wall, straight into another driver, any of the above basically, any of those options. Something would happen. Something would happen, yeah. yeah. But um I still think that whether he actually deserved the spot in F1 to begin with compared to some of the F2 drivers that have been waiting to get into F1. DeVries. Yeah, DeVries has been sat in F2 for a long time. Well, yeah, and sat. he was, no, I mean sat in F2, but yeah. he also did like Formula E and stuff like that as well. So yeah, it's not like he was not doing anything for a while, but I do think he's quite old. He's what, like 28? Who, DeVries? Yeah. yeah, 28. So he's pretty old for an F1 driver. So... I think he could have got in sooner had those kind of drivers not been in. But I think everyone on the grid this year deserves their space. Yeah, everyone I, this I don't, year. I don't think everyone a, this year, yeah, Everyone this sure. year is Formula 1 quality. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like you've got a Latifi who's obviously going to be pottering around at the back. Like Logan yeah. Sargent, people were writing him off already. Finished 13th. Yeah, he did really He's well, good. actually, yeah. He's the best of the rookies. Yeah, exactly. I will say, um, I'm not sure we can fully compare rookies um, based on this one race just because obviously, obviously Oscar Piastri did not finish because of issues with the car. But he still qualified 19th. He's so. qualified very low 
but I will give him benefit of the doubt that it, it is just, issues with the car for and now. And just a dog of a car. Uh, yeah, so. and it just was not a good race for him um, because obviously everyone has that one race that they are particularly good at. <laughs> um, well, they do. Like, you know, you're more likely to try in your home race, for example, than anywhere else and stuff like that. It's just like, I think human nature that you would like push a little bit further because it's your home race. You want to have yeah. podium or in your home race. You want to have that win. Do you want a fun fact? Sorry. Yeah, Just go on. No, no, go on. Jensen Button never got in the on the podium at Silverstone. Really? Never once. I don't know. I thought he would have got on the podium yeah, at least think once. He was knocking around for ages. Sixteen years. Not once did he ever get on the podium. Wow. Sorry. I mean, no, he. I mean, I don't. I don't know what to say to that. He's just. I think, to be honest, if he didn't get on the podium, there's clearly something. Not once ever. Clearly, something's going on on that race that he was not a fan of. <laughs> doesn't like um, cops. Every just time doesn't like it. No. Um, but no, that that actually does shock me. I thought he would have got it at least once. Yeah. He was he was in F1 for a pretty in a top. Yeah, like even 2009 when he won the championship. Nope. Yeah, not even F. Not even a podium. Not Silverstone. Even, not even a podium. I mean, there we go. Learn a new fact every day. <laughs> no, I just, um, I will agree. Everyone in F1 this year is up to F1 quality. I would say last year, it was like a year where it wasn't so much. But this year, I would strongly agree. I would agree with that. I bet Ricardo's sitting at home now, so happy. So happy. Knowing that, look, he's sat at home at the moment going, look, you tits. <laughs> the car was shit, not me. <laughs> okay, sorry, Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. Uh, no, you, you know what? Public, a- public apology to, to Daniel, Daniel because you know what? He was F1 quality for a very long time. It's just recently he dropped off a little bit. And you know what? It's. I don't want to say he's not F1 quality, but he the is, thing he is, is he is F1 quality, but he is just the lower ranks of F1 quality now, I think. And I don't want to say that because he's like Australia's sweetheart and everyone loves him and he's the honey badger. He's He is the honey badger. Everyone loves him and he's just like, oh, he's just so cute, but he has like a dark side, but he's also really cute. So, you know, I don't want to say that he's not that good yeah, of an F1 driver. That, if you put him in that Red Bull, if you he's, put he's, in he's in still the finishing Bull. 10 seconds, same, same position as Perez. He's finishing 10 seconds behind Max. Yeah, happened, so. yeah absolutely. Um should we, talk, should we talk about the Red Bulls? We should talk about the Red Bulls, the one-two. Yeah. The one-two classic. They're quite good, aren't they? The way that Max was just so far ahead of everyone else Shits in that race. On them all. He, he, really, he really just said, you know what? Goodbye. Goodbye yeah. And just drove off. <laughs> he just went off into the sunset and no one saw him basically for the rest of that race. He could have he could have gone into the pits. No yeah. One, and then they let him out for the final lap. Yeah. And then like, he comes back round and it, they go, oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hi there. You won. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like, it's just... He was just so far ahead of everyone else. I think I wrote down, what was it? In um, It was by lap 35, the gap between Perez in second and, ha- and Verstappen in first was 38 seconds. That is huge. Yeah. Huge, huge difference. I mean, by the end, he finished um, 10. 10 seconds difference between the two of them. But that is such... like. In terms, you know, 10 seconds doesn't seem like a long time. It's quite in a long terms time. Of, in terms of F1, though, that is a huge amount of time. That is just insane. And he still finished. Perez still finished 30 seconds ahead of the Mar- Aston Martin. Yeah, exactly. So they were just even, so... Yeah. They were so far ahead with pace that I don't know how anyone's going to catch up to them for the rest of the season, to be honest. Here's a question for you. Alonso in the Red Bull. 
Okay. How how close is he finishing to Max Verstappen? I'm just gonna say I think. Um, are we in, are we basing this off of Bahrain? Just Bahrain, or uh, just, just, just overall just, just, yeah, general driver general, knowledge yeah. of him? I would say if we're going off, if we're, I would say close, closer than Perez. I'd argue. I think his skill, the way that kind of he overtook George and the way he overtook Hamilton, was just incredible. And I really think that with that kind of advantage, he would finish closer to Verstappen than Perez would. I think I he's within at least five seconds of him, yeah. if not in front of him or yeah. a set within a second. I think he's that good. I think he's very close to him. Definitely yeah. closer than Perez would be. Yeah. And you know what? Arguably, if you put Hamilton in a car that fast, again, he's, I think he'd be that close yes, as well. Yeah. I think they're all very much on par with each other. I'm not... It really pains me to say this. I'm not so sure about Charles being that close to him. I would say ahead of Perez, but like, Eight he'd, seconds difference, for example. I wouldn't be, he'd say be in the, he'd win races. He'd do better. He'd win more races than Perez would this year. Yeah, Perez is going to win two races at some point this year. Just yeah, I think Charles is winning a lot more, but I don't think yeah. he's. He wouldn't be keeping up to that extent to Max. I don't think because you've got Hamilton, Verstappen, Alonso, and then you've got the second top drivers of signs, Perez, yeah. Leclerc. But Leclerc's probably a bit better, and Russell. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, well, but Russell was as good as Hamilton last year. I don't know. It's difficult to call, isn't He it? was last year, but I will say the reason that Russell was better than Hamilton or arguably just as good as Hamilton last scored year is because, yeah, scored more points for one, but um, Hamilton was driving the shoddier yeah, car. Yeah, test, testing out just to find and anything. Just to find out where they need to improve, what they need to do to the car, what exactly is... the guinea pig. Yeah, just, he yeah. was the guinea pig and he took on that role voluntarily, obviously giving the opportunity to George just to to drive the norm which is an easy third place car yeah yeah. exactly so I think that's the reason why we're saying they're on par with each other I don't actually think they are I do think Hamilton is much better yeah Hamilton is much better and it shows he is a seven time world championship winner so you know there is a reason he's got that many championships but overall Verstappen is the best driver on the grid (sighs) unfortunately unfortunately he's yeah very good at what he does yeah he is very good at what he does Um, Albon in a close second No, you know I don't agree, but he did perform well in the race. Tenth place in a Williams in Bahrain. He did do well. That is, he did do very well. I, yeah. Obviously, there was uh, retirements from Leclerc that let him. Oh, right, sorry, did I bring that up? Oh, Uh, right, Charles, (laughs) why are you doing this to me? Um, yeah, which is really sad. It wasn't his fault. So I'm just going to begin with that. It wasn't his fault that the car just decided to like switch off. Well, it, it fell apart it just, across the whole it weekend. Just, it just didn't work. Um, Five and minutes into the first qualifying uh, session of the year, yeah, and half of his cars already fallen off and red, yeah. red flagged. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Ferrari's reliability, even though they said, you know what, we're pretty reliable this year. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to take that word 40, for it. Forty-one laps for it yeah. to um, all fall 41 apart. Forty-one laps. That's true. Um, it did take a while. Yeah. But 41. it still fell apart, though. <laughs> it's the ultimate point. Better than the 39. <laughs> oh, aye, aye. Yeah. It is better than 39. We'll give them that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's... What did Charles do in the end? He had to take out the whole... Uh, he lost his energy store. Yeah, energy yeah. store. Replaced it. And then one of two of the whole season. He's already got one after one race, which is... Um, well... Not a great start. Not a great start. Um... <laughs> 
not ideal for him. No. No, I did think I did think Charles was doing well though until that point. He had a particularly good start to the Grand Prix. Yeah, he did, did do a really good overtake. Um, his start was much faster than Verstappen's. Yeah, like one, yeah. Point one four seconds. I want to say. I think Compa- somewhere around there. Yeah. Compared to Verstappen's zero point two three. Yeah, he did. He had a really good start. It's, it's just, just the Ferrari was nowhere. The yeah. Yeah. It's just the reliability in the car itself was just not good sport. Just put Charles in a Red Bull, happy days. <laughs> He'll never move there, ever. There's just no chance of Charles ever moving out Ferrari. I think he's that is just his team. That's just his team for the rest of his life, basically. But he won't, yeah, you won't they won't Verstappen won't want him. No. And Verstappen's team leader. He'll want someone who's slightly worse than him, but yeah. good enough. Yeah. Mercedes won't go for him. No. Because they want well, they'll go for Norris. Yeah. Hamilton retires straight for Norris. There's no way they go for anyone else. No, they're going to go for Norris. Guaranteed they're going for Norris. When Norris gets fucked off enough for Zach Brown for yeah. putting yeah. out the 20th dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> the McLaren tractor. Oh, God. That, that he's I, no, you know what? I just feel so bad for McLaren. I yeah. really do. Um, I just... McLaren used to be one of those top-tier teams. Like you, You would go... If you were saying in order... Like, if you ask people on the street, oh... F1 team. F1 teams, you'd say Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren. McLaren would easily be in the top if, few. Number one, Senna, Prost, Hacken, Coulthard. Yeah. Hamilton, like, Heike Kovalainen. You, you just... It's just one of those really well-known teams, and it's just really sad that they've just fallen apart this much in the space of a not very long time. Yeah, like, yeah. RIP, Oscar Piastri obviously didn't even finish the race. Um, went into the pits to change out his uh, steering wheel and then never left the pits after that. His just el- elect- It just didn't switch failed. on. Yeah. yeah. just like, And then every time they went into the pits, what were they doing? They were like um, refilling the... Oh, yeah, with Norris, the hydraulics. The hydraulics, every pit. Unfortunately, the six, stop, shocking. the six stop pit stop didn't quite work for him. <laughs> it wasn't the tactic for this race, no. let me say. <laughs> no, it's just... Um, it's disappointing for McLaren fans. It is disappointing. It's disappointing. At least and they release good merch. They do okay. release good merch. I'll give them. It doesn't that. make you go quick on track. It does not. But <laughs> they've got something good for them. They've got yeah, something going. Something going. They've got something going. They brought out Vicstar One Two Three at their car launch. Do you know and what? If, and if that can't get you fast, then I don't know what can. I'm just. I just am surprised by that. I just didn't think it's an they'd odd, pick it. It's an odd choice, but I understand why because obviously Norris and yeah, Vicstar are friends, so it makes sense that they would do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel bad for McLaren. And I, I feel bad for Norris. I think, he, he must be you know, and Piastri, I feel bad for the whole team, to be honest. Um, Norris, because I think he deserves better, because he is such a good driver. Arguably, kind of, you know, he's, a, he's, he's top up there with, yeah, of if, drivers, definitely. Arguably top five, when, when you only really narrow it down, if you arguably put every driver could, in the same car. You could car. say he's better than Sainz. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely say that. And you could probably say he's better than Perez. That one's the one that I'm debating on. And it's difficult to compare but them because they've dif- never been yeah, in a... Yeah, they've never been in a similar car at yeah. all, so you couldn't really accurately give that kind of information. But I do feel bad just because Norris obviously wants to be, you know, that kind of... All of them want to be world champion, but Norris is closer to that grasp than he could, he could, a lot of drivers. Yes. He could do it. Have you seen Verstappen but, said that he could be a world champion? He yeah, said they give him a yeah. car and he will be world champion. Absolutely, give him the right car. And Norris is absolutely doing bits for F1. Um, but McLaren is just not that team. 
and they do build the car around him but it's just not a very good car still which is an issue he just needs to be able to move up to a better team yeah I they're, think, at they're this similar point. to Aston Martin they're building a new wind tunnel yeah and a new something else I can't remember but they need a couple of years to get yeah, going get, get going to get to that stage but is yeah, Norris willing sure. to stick around until 2026 he's got a contract until 2025 but is he willing yeah, to we'll, stick we'll it see. out I mean he's only 24 he'll be he would, have been, he would be 24 I think so but um, I'm not 100% sure but yeah yeah. Effectively, according to Alonso numbers, he's got another twenty years left in him. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Um, no, but I do feel bad for him, and then obviously I feel bad for Piastri as well because first race of the season, and the Quali- car went to bits. Qualifies nineteenth, out within yeah. a couple of laps. Yeah, and it's just yeah. So like I said, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he is a better driver just because a he's a rookie, he won't have really done F1 before, and F1 even though obviously you're training in F3, F2 you know, all that kind of stuff. F1 just has a different pressure to it, and I he's think. And he's had a year out of the car. Wasn't mm. in, obviously, won Formula 2 in 2021. Yeah. Obviously, he's been doing um, testing for Alpine, but never, not prop- yeah, proper exactly. competitive yeah, driving. No. Just. So I, I think just being in a car that's no good, <laughs> and it's just falling apart to bits, doesn't really help his case. No. So, Yeah. And you know what? One more person I feel awful for. So so far, we're feeling sorry for Charles. We're feeling well, you're, sorry you're for... You're feeling especially sorry for Charles. I'm feeling especially sorry for Charles because he's my favourite. Um, feeling sorry for all of McLaren. Just everyone. Everyone in McLaren because I, I just feel bad for them at this point. And you know what else? Ocon. Esteban Ocon. Oh, dear what God. What a weekend he has. <laughs> what a shoddy weekend. So he started slightly out of place on the grid which gave him a five-second penalty. Um, and then by lap 25, Ocon got a 10-second penalty because he didn't serve the first five-second penalty correctly. So <laughs> had to go back. Um, and then lap 28, Ocon speeding out the pits. So another five seconds. It was just, so in total, 20 seconds of penalty time. Um, it's gonna be a lot of penalty points, isn't it? As well, he's gonna be. He's he's really going through it. He's going through it. Poor Esty Bestie. Esty Bestie, I'm. I feel so bad for you. And you know what? It was a surprise because um, I think the commentary of one of the other drivers um was that they also started slightly out of position, but they didn't get a penalty. And I think they might have been out of position, but behind the line. It could have been that, it yeah. Been that they but it was just, they were kind of in shock as well. They were like, oh, it's kind of unfair, you know, <laughs> when you really think about it. Because it obviously depends exactly how much Ocon was out of his place by. Or if he's anywhere over the line. Then... Yeah, then obviously that's penalty. But yeah. it's just a bit of... Um, Poor SD. He's, he's going through it. I quite <laughs> like S-Fan Ocon. Do you know what? So do I. I think... I think um, yeah, I think he's... He's meant to be a lovely bloke out of the car. Yeah. He just is quite an aggressive driver on track. But yeah. I like him. Well, who isn't an aggressive driver when they first start out? I mean, most drivers well, he's been, are. He's been knocking on for years. That's oh. true. He has been around for a long he's time. Like he just never. Season. He just never grew out of the aggressive... Aggressive face. He's like <laughs> he a toddler. <laughs> he just... He is. Yeah. An angry little hormonal teenager as well. Yes, pretty much. Um, no, I... I it is pretty bad though to get that much 
that many penalties in one race. Yeah, he yeah. must. He would have got out that car and been like, bring me a vodka on the rocks right now. <laughs> he would have just been like, I'm done. Not in Bahrain. You can't do that <laughs> in Bahrain. Not in Bahrain, but the minute they stepped onto like the plane to get them yeah, home, he'd be like, some... vodka on the rocks. Yeah. Where's the next race? Oh, Saudi. <laughs> Saudi. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all right. You get annihilated in Australia where you have to drink. <laughs> you have to drink. It's rules. Yes. Um, they should do that. Drunk F1. Do you know what? That'd be really entertaining. Might result in some deaths, but a few, a a couple of deaths. A few. Um, It would be funny though. Um, Well, not the deaths, but the the drunk driving. I think would be a little bit entertaining (laughs) in the F1 cars, just to, because obviously if you're in a killing machine, yeah, and you're off your tits on Jaeger bombs, (laughs) then I want to see. I think I think the drivers would probably get more aggressive in that situation. I think they get the alcohol confidence boost. And they go, you know what? I can make this corner without breaking that much. Oh, no, honey buns, you can't. Straight, a straight line. Straight in the wall. Uh, yeah, I do think that would happen. But um, it'll be an interesting... Uh, maybe maybe let's make it a bit more safe. We won't put them in actual cars. We'll, bu- we'll put them on simulators and then see how they... Uh, you just put some padding on the end of the front wings. <laughs> just like and a they piece do of mattress And they do it at France as well, where there's no barriers anywhere yeah it's basically one massive yeah just open yeah open open space yeah if they go wide then yeah it's fine it's not an issue really we think of the safety when we do drunk drive f1 driving yeah put this in consideration (laughs) (laughs) we've really thought about it (laughs) well um on the other side of the alpine garage pierre gasly pierre gasly 20th the 9th that is a very big improvement he's done well i think uh yeah impressive stuff from him I mean, I can't speak for him that much because I was too obsessed with the idea of Charles, um, too upset by the fact that Charles dropped out of the race um, because of his car failure. I was too concentrating on the Williams 10th. Yeah. Yes. Big up Williams. (laughs) Albon's my go. (laughs) Yeah, but no, Alpine doing, yeah, Alpine doing really well. Well, okay, sorry, Gasly. They're not as good as they were last year. They're not finishing fourth in the championship. No, no. They're finishing fifth. I think they've got quite a comfortable fifth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because McLaren won't challenge. Well, no. them and Alfa Romeo, that would be the fight for fifth. Mm-hmm. Alpha because Williams, McLaren, Haas, and what other teams are there? Shit. William, McLaren. We can cut this bit out. Yeah. Um, Williams, McLaren, Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri. That's the team I was looking for. So you've got Williams, Alpha Tauri, Haas, and McLaren, who'll be the bottom four. Yeah. And then it's the battle for fifth and sixth between... Yeah, for Al- sure. Alpine and the other one. Yeah, for sure. Alpha. Alpha Romeo, yeah. Um, no, we'll see how that goes. I, I do want to just kind of take into consideration that kind of based on this race, obviously we ranked kind of where we think what teams are going to come and I obviously said you know what I think Ferrari are going to do particularly well and I have hope for Charles <laughs> realistically I did say Verstappen's going to win but hope for Charles now that we've seen a race which again is not that representative it's, one, it, yeah. it's only one you want to wait until at least Australia yeah but I now mean, just just out of you know entertainment purposes do we have any change of opinions Verstappen's still going to win yeah because yeah. I'm just hoping that Ferrari kind of I do agree that I think it'll be a Red Bull win again again <laughs> let's see how it goes um but I do 
I am hoping and praying that Ferrari really buckles up and sorts out their reliability issues so that Charles has a real chance of um, finishing competing. 20 seconds behind. Yeah, finishing that many seconds behind, but yeah. still in second. So it gives them, you know, some points at least. Because if Something they're, if they're losing one driver every race, they're not going to... They're not going to be in... Um, they're going to be behind yeah. McLaren. Yeah. McLaren? Well, maybe McLaren if it goes that well, badly. Maybe if it's that badly, yeah. Mercedes. Yeah. Um, no, they're going to be quite low. But speaking of Mercedes, actually, um, Lewis had a pretty good race. I mean, he did get overtaken by Alonso, but you, you know what? Fifth is... That's pretty good from where they were. Yeah. And it wasn't an uncompetitive fifth. Yeah, exactly. It, it was, there was, um, yeah, there was... Uh, some fights here and there. If that Red Bull was mission. a little bit worse, it'd be much more interesting. Cause it'd it be, would it'd, be. It'd be a four-team yeah. fight because those three beneath are very similarly matched on pace. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've just got to wait and see. I am hoping that uh, Red Bull somehow drops a little bit standards. Realistically, yeah, just, that's not going to happen. Just but... take the front wing off every race. They've just <laughs> with one. They've just start with no end plates on the front wing. Yeah, exactly. Oh. We'll just see how they fare with that. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Or they have to like drive upside down. They have a mirror on the front of their visor. Yeah, let's just see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, let's talk about some news. Um, Hotspurs are now... Hotspurs? Uh, yeah, Tottenham Hotspurs. Tottenham, yeah. Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> Spurs. Are yeah. now an official partner of F1. Yeah. It's um, about as Tottenham as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, yeah, they've, in the past, they've had like F1 sponsored or sponsored like a formula renault car had like yeah. had their own team which is odd enough yeah and well chelsea sponsored salva back in the day see i don't know that i don't know to be fair i don't know much about football to begin with so this isn't my area of expertise anything charles related is my area of expertise yeah. but he wants to play in a charity match there we go i do know that yeah, so. um <laughs> but no i just yeah it's they're gonna build an f1 track underneath an F1 track, a go an electric go karting track yeah. under the stadium, which it's is already underneath has got um well, it's got two pitches. Yeah. It's got an NFL pitch yeah. and a football pitch and they've switched them yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. But um it's but, and then underneath that as well. <laughs> underneath that as well. Oh <laughs> uh, <yeah>. go karting. <laughs> yeah. And to celebrate it they lost one nil to Wolves at the weekend. Yeah. So, so um, woo <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure all the Spurs fans are they might be doing not particularly well this season, but at least they've got an F1 track underneath their stadium they're going to have to pay 100 quid for. Yeah, so, you know, it's a win for them, it's really. It's time to be alive as a Spurs fan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, only positives yeah, that Ars- I can see. Arsenal are top of the table and... Yeah. I mean, not to talk too much about football, but Liverpool beating... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go on, you, you speak about this bit. No, that, they, this is... they won 7-0. Yeah. What did you think again, about the game? I didn't watch it. Did I just not? saw. Uh, I just saw the last five minutes where they scored one extra goal, so it was six nil. Scored one more to make it seven nil, and then the game ended. And I just thought, imagine losing seven nil. That is embarrassing. Who's your favourite football player? Don't have one because I don't watch football. Nah. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. My team is meant to be Chelsea, um, but. I don't know anything about Chelsea. I don't know anything about football overall. So Chelsea doing really well this season. Oh, good. No. I'm I'm happy. Oh, we're they're not. not. We're, we're doing tenth. Okay. Yeah. Well. Or might, wait, tenth out of what? Because twenty. Okay, that's not that good then. Yeah, we are effectively McLarening this yeah, season. Yeah, we are not doing well in F1 terms. Yeah. We were very good once. Oh dear. At the moment, we're not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Not ideal. Um, no, it's not ideal. Anyway, yeah. Um, Do you want to vent? 
do you know what? I do want to vent a little bit. I do want to vent a little bit. Um, vent, uh, vent away. I will. I will start venting. So, um, my vent today is about how far Red Bull are. I am so very annoyed that they are that far ahead of everyone else on the grid. I was really, really hoping for a Ferrari win this season, and I'm just really, really tired of how their reliability is never in check. They have some of the best resources on the grid. They are known as a top three team. Why are they still losing reliability in qualifying and then also on the race? And then on top of that, an Aston Martin is going to overtake you. Granted, it is Alonso. Fine, he is an incredible driver. But why does the Aston Martin have capabilities to overtake you in the first place? You should not be that far behind. You should be excelling like Red Bull does. And the fact that the gap between the two Red Bulls to begin with was that big, and then on top of that, the gap between Alonso and Perez was, what, another 30, like another 30 seconds? Yeah, so again, a huge gap. And then Ferrari is still behind that. Shocking behaviour. Shocking. You know what? Mercedes were not up to par with catching up to them just yet. They were they were close, but Hamilton would not have caught up to signs by the end of the race. Fine. But you should not be in that position where the the top car is that far ahead of you. So not only are we going to have, in theory, a really boring season because we can already tell that Red Bull is going to do incredibly well. But on top of that, Ferrari is just nowhere near being able to catch up to them. So we could, in theory, based on this race, be expecting Red Bull 1-2s for the rest of the season. And with their reliability, which is looking pretty good, they had a few blips in testing, um, but obviously they fixed it because they're fine. What? Now? Now they're just going to win every single race, which I'm not prepared to do. I'm a Charles stan. I need to be I need to be seeing him win a few races here and there at least. And if an Aston Martin is going to overtake you, that is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. You are a top 3 team. Sort yourselves out. Like bestie, I'm not joking. I just I just need you to perform a little bit better. And Ferrari, you've had so long to sort out your car. And you know what? Your team has just grown in popularity, especially since Charles has joined. And you still haven't done it, knowing full well that he's your star driver. What is going on? What is going on? Sort yourselves out. And that is my rant for today, everyone. That is my venting complete. Um, Because I'm really miffed at Red Bull doing so well because I don't like them that much. I don't want to see them win again. It's boring. And Charles is unfortunately not going to be able to perform as well as he can based on the car that he's been given r.i.p i need to put like a um warning to headphone users in during that because you are properly angry and shouting down the microphone i am very upset i can tell i'm very upset about that i'm actually i'm actually fuming i just think ferrari should have it in check by now and they don't (laughs) so ferrari if you're listening to this sort yourselves out (laughs) sort yourselves out I'm sure Frederick Rousseau listens every week. He does. He's one of our top listeners, don't you know? Yeah, one of the nine from last episode. <laughs> one of the nine from last episode. <laughs> Woo, we still got nine, though. I'm pretty sure those nine were admins who were checking that our podcast was an actual podcast. 
but it was to be fair it but was. it's fine it's fine it's fine um anyway finley okay do you want to do your finley formulas go ahead and talk about formula two formula three formula e anything else that you want to mention so this week in formula two wonderful it was, it was the first week yeah and so this this season's favorite is um teo Porcher. Mm-hmm. and he so he's been in the he's been for the last two years he came second to Drogovic last year oh, okay so he's nine, 19 and it's his third year very young then okay yeah, so he he in so his first when he was 20 it would have been 2021 he was 17 he put it on pole in monaco and since then people are going he's going to f1 yeah and he had a bit of a dodgy last year like mm-hmm. he didn't have great reliability didn't Drogovic kind of took off early and then left him nowhere kind of second no one was close yeah, behind yeah he wasn't close to front we put it on pole by nine tenths. Wow. Okay. And yeah. Properly um, mashed up the grid. <laughs> and then came fifth in the sprint. Okay. So, so All right. Fifth in the sprint. And, and they do a, a reverse grid. Yeah. So they swap first to tenth and vice versa. Oh, they really said spice it up. Yeah. And that's you know every- what? Maybe F one should take a note of that. Yeah, it is quite cool. And they do yeah. it every week as well. So every so every race is qualifying Friday, sprint Saturday, race Sunday. All I'm saying is maybe we should uh, write to F1 and say, listen, take a look at Formula 2. Every other sprint, not all of them, every other sprint to a reverse think, reverse grid just to spice things up a little bit. more interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and then in the race, he finished 19 seconds ahead of everyone. He's pulling a Max Verstappen. He's, pull- <laughs> he's pulling a Max Verstappen, but to new levels. So he's in the Sauber Academy. Okay, yeah. So he's got replacing Joe Bottas at the end of this year mm-hmm. written all over him. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's 19. He spent three years, it would be three years in Formula 2. Yeah. There's no way. And if he batters, because normally you can win Formula 2, but if you kind of win it, but not convincingly, yeah. you won't get in. Yeah. But if you yeah. win it that convincingly, I think there's no, and he's in a academy that will likely promote a driver. I think that is. Oh, for sure. High, I think there's a high chance yeah. he gets in. And also... I want to. So there's Jack Doohan. Mm-hmm. So he is an Alpine Academy driver. Okay, okay. Yeah. He finished sixth last year. Was probably the second favourite to yep. project. Had an absolute stinker. Oh, dear. He finished like 17th in the race. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, he is. Was that, was that down to the no, car or just. 18th. Just had a. Just, well, the car wasn't great. Well, Formula 2 is a spec series. Yeah. So all the cars are the same. Okay. But okay. it's not really because the same teams win every year. So it's like okay, yeah, they're the same car, but they know how to make them better with what they can change. Yeah, basically. yeah. But it's um, yeah, Formula Two will probably be much more like the F one this year. Okay, so a lot more kind of um, clear what, one, yeah, clear one winner. But the fun thing about F two is that there's normally like ten winners in a season. Ooh, okay, that's that's quite unusual. You you don't really get that in F one. You typically stick two. with the top. Yeah, two or three few drivers, teams. Yeah, yeah. but F two is. Very enjoyable. And I think it will be really good this year because it's a good field. Yeah. You can you can have a year in Formula 2 where... So actually, this year, lots of drivers got promoted mm-hmm. or haven't come back. So the 2019, after Albon, Leclerc, Norris went up. Yeah, that yeah. Formula 2 year was rubbish because no there was no good drivers left. But this year, it's quite good, so... Yeah, they've all... Uh, they've come out of their shells a bit and decided they're going to step up. Pull their finger out. Yeah. It's like they actually want to get to F1. Yeah. There we go. I think that's the end of my formulas your formulas yeah okay brilliant so next race is saudi yes 
we've got two weeks to go until that i've got my countdown on my phone my little widget 13 days to go until the uh practice saudi practice do you want to hit me with three predictions three predictions for saudi um okay my first prediction isn't really a prediction it's a hope and a prayer charles will be second that's so sad it's so sad but i'm i'm gonna say it's a prediction because i think hopefully this thing with the car was a one-off so he'll actually do well verstappen's gonna come first and i think that i think stroll will drop off a little bit i think he won't be as good as he did this race as he was this race is my three predictions nice I think I think I want I don't know if I want to lock those in <laughs> but yeah something around there I do have one for Lewis Hamilton I think he's going to finish higher than he did this week but I'm not a hundred percent convinced so I don't want to lock it in as a prediction per se but we'll see what about you Phineas Williams double Q2 okay okay Fernando Alonso podium okay cool so similar to this week then yep. with the podium, yeah. And double Ferrari DNF. Oh please no, <laughs> please no, <laughs> please don't yeah. predict that. Inbound. Ay ay ay. No, you know what? If if signs DNFs, I won't mind as much. I will still care a lot because Ferrari is my team, but Charles is the driver that I ultimately care about the most. So I'm praying that. It's at least his car that is the one that doesn't DNF. If any of them have to, I'm praying it's sciences. But please not a double. Please not a double. I'm begging. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Okay, we've reached the end of our podcast. Um, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time then, maybe I we guess. Can, maybe we can reach double digits for this viewing figures. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll hit double digits for this one. Yeah, we can only hope. Well, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, peace out, besties. Love, peace out,